Welcome back to X's and Bros all over the state of Michigan on Comcast 900 on the radio network as well, also on TV in the northern Ohio area as well on BCSN, also Fox Sports Radio in Toledo. My name is Neil Rule in for Anthony Bellino. Happy to have you with us wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening. Uh, don't forget, you can text the show, text Sports Radio 21000. That'll get you started on there. We've been reading those as we get them, tweets, any way you want to interact. Uh, we're happy to do it. Have some good golf conversation here this morning. What a run it's been for golf, man, the way we've been talking about it the last two days. But did want to change it up a little. We're, just, we're going to continue the golf conversation with, with a guy who's a pretty good golfer as we welcome in on the Meyer guest line. He's the third longest tenured Division One basketball coach in the entire country. Uh, he's taken his team, the Oakland Golden Grizzlies, to three NCAA tournaments during his time. And as we said, a pretty good golfer. Got in my wallet a couple of weeks ago. He is Greg Campy. Camp, yeah, be, be alerts. That's right. Camp, that, that makes the guys behind the glass really happy to hear uh, that you got into my wallet. How are you, man? Well, you had a bad partner. That That's... <laughs> There, see, thank you, Camp. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Tony Paul, Detroit News. Uh, you know, hey, I, I didn't say it. Camp said it. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, Neil. Good, good to talk basketball here in the summer, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I do want to talk basketball with you, but, I mean, you're a big golf guy, you know, as we said. And how about this run that golf is on? And what's your take? Phil Mickelson at 50, winning a major. I'm curious to get your thoughts. Well, it, not just a major, but the, the PGA um, on a golf course that was set up for long hitters. You know, everybody said before that tournament that the, the guy that could hit the long irons and keep the ball low against the wind and use the wind uh, would be the champion of this thing if you looked at the betting odds and all that. And for a 50-year-old guy to come out there, and, and I, th- I can't remember the par five, uh, 16 or 17, 17, I think, the par five. He had the longest drive of the day on uh, on uh, Sunday, on, you know, the most important day of the tournament. He he hit the longest drive out there at age 50, and, and he just handled that golf course. And You know, that golf course was a double bogey waiting to happen at any time. I mean, the lies that you get if you were just a little bit off target uh, in the sand or the, the weeds or the heather or whatever you call that stuff is – uh, he just, you know, he, I guess he did hit it in the water, uh, but that was right by the green, and he got to drop on the green, so he never got himself in trouble. He just played smart. And to do it on that golf course, I think, was something special. Yeah, certainly it was. I mean, heck, it was a challenge to get the ball to stop from the fairway uh, on those greens. I mean, it was, it was, it was, uh, you survived that. And Phil Mickelson did it better than anyone at 50 years old. It, it, it really, really was incredible. One other golf question for you, Camp, and this is something that just came up. Uh, here this morning, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka. Are you a Bryson DeChambeau guy? <laughs> I while I was waiting for you, I watched that on the Gary Parish tweet on Twitter. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Where he walked behind him while he was on. <laughs> yeah, with those with the spikes, you know, kind of crinkling was, yeah. the ground. I was just I was just watching that as I was waiting for the phone call. I was laughing. I actually sent it, sent it to a group of my friends. So. Uh, you know, I think I think when Tiger and Phil had their little, you know, thing going, I think it's good for the game. Anytime you have rivalries, it's like, you know, it's great for Oakland that Detroit's our rival and the things we say and feel about them. I, you know, I, I just, when you have rivalries, 
that's really, really good for sports. It's good for the participants. It's good for the fans. And so, you know, that would be great if maybe in the U.S. Open those two guys were in the final pairing once that uh, I think people would be riveted to their seats. Yeah, there, there is no question about talking to Greg Campy here on the Meyer Guest Line, head coach of the Oakland Golden Grizzlies. Uh, they came up about 30 minutes short of going to the NCAA tournament last season, uh, which would have been the fourth time uh, since Oakland's turned Division One. It's been quite a story to see what the Oakland has done uh, as far as men's basketball goes. But Camp, what about that? I mean, we are going to talk some basketball with you here. Uh, I know you could. I know you could go the whole time talking about golf, but but you know, just just kind of revisit your season again as I said you know about 30 minutes away from from going to the NCAA tournament in a crazy year with crazy challenges you know just kind of reset where you guys were you know it was it was kind of just a weird season as you know life has been crazy for the last year for everybody and every person has felt it in some way in all our different ways but you know if you've lost your job, if your company's shut down, if you've not been allowed to go in the office, if you can't eat at your favorite restaurant, if you've seen your favorite restaurant close, if, you know, I mean, it's just life has changed. And, and so, you know, every day was a challenge. And, and for us, we, our team got shut. We had, including myself, uh, got COVID at the last day of October. And so we had a 21-day close a shutdown where we weren't allowed to do anything. And I had, you know, 11, 12 players that were shut in rooms and had to stay by themselves for, for 21 days. And it was, you know, I did. it was something that you'd think you're not going to survive. You know, I mean, if you're... A, 18, 19 year old kid and you have to just stay in a room. And if they left the room, they would have been expelled from school. I mean, they would, they would not have been allowed to to come back to Oakland. And, um, so that was a, you know, a really an interesting time for those kids. And then when that 21 days ended, we had three days of practice and then we're going to play Xavier on national TV the first game of the college basketball season on TV, it was a noon game on opening day. And we had a decision to make. Are we even going to play the game? Or, you know, are we going to, you know, we, we didn't have to play the game because of COVID. And we decided the players wanted to play and we wanted to coach and we decided to do it. And we got the snot kicked out of us. I mean, it was 50 to 52 to 12, I think at halftime. But, you know, when you look back at it, you it was just another one of those things, those those challenges that came. And from that point to where we ended up at the end of the season, we started 0-9, and we ended up, as you said, in the championship game. It was a very gratifying year for me to watch a group of players overcome that kind of adversity, uh, grow as a team, become better. And, and at the end of the year, we were a pretty darn good basketball team. Yeah, Greg Campy joining us here on the Meyer Guest Line, head coach of the Oakland Golden Grizzlies on X's and Bros. And Camp, you know, the nature of college basketball and the nature certainly of mid-major basketball as well, it used to be, you know, you would have that season and you would say, hey, man, I feel really good about what we did. We were that close to going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, let's circle the wagons, come back next year. But certainly with the advent of the transfer portal, uh, as far as mid-major basketball goes, 
you know, that is something now where where your season, I guess, never stops. It's almost NFL-like uh, in that uh, this carousel is always going to be turning right now, and you never know where it's going to stop. And, you know, you, you had an interesting quote, uh, you know, when, when the season ended where you were talking about the transfer portal that always stuck with me, and you said, look, this is the reality of where we are right now. So we have to play this game, and, and we have to go into the transfer portal and draw kids because you're all, you're going to lose kids. And you know this whole transfer portal thing is, to me, it seems to be a detriment to mid major basketball. I mean, what what's your take on this whole transfer portal situation? <clears throat> well, right now, um, people are having it. Uh, many people, many old timers, many fans hardcore fans of teams are having a hard time with it because it's just that they're in shock over how it, it just, it's like a dam that broke and you know, the, the, you were living and all of a sudden you're flooded out and you know, we had 1,570 kids go into the transfer portal when there's only 315 teams and you know, the, the shock reality of it has got, those fans, what the hell's going on? Uh, we as coaches knew it was coming. Uh, so I think many of us have tried to prepare for it, but you know, the, the, the social media, the younger generation, and then the other people that are trying to be cool and hip are all saying, why shouldn't they be allowed to do this? And why, why can't a kid do whatever he wants to do? and go to a school he wants to go at. Coaches can leave whenever they want. And, you know, you hear this is – so that's the the social media take of it. And I think a person like me has got to step back from it. And, it's it, you know, what I think really doesn't matter. It's what's going on and what's happening. So you have to step back. You have to look what's happening. And then you have to react and adapt to it. And, you know, my thoughts on it are – are inconsequential. I mean, they don't, nobody cares what I think. Nobody, I'm not going to affect it or change it because I think this way. But I think you're going to see, you know, a two or three year period where it's total chaos. And then in about two to three years, people are going to, all the people are saying kids should be able to do this, kids should be able to do that. What you're going to see is you're going to take a step back from it. And you're going to see how bad it is. And the people that have been hurt the most are going to be the players, the kids. Schools aren't going to be – there's going to be a few coaches that lose their job because they were going to have a good team and, and then their best player left and they didn't have a good team. And But schools aren't going to be hurt by it. The, the college basketball is going to still exist. You know, we're still going to play. The alumni are still going to – rally around their teams and that there's going to be a few coaches, like I said, that are gone, but the, the people that are going to be hurt the most by this are the players. You're, you're going to see this in about two months. I talked to one of my players last night who's still sitting in the portal with no place to go. And I've called and made calls for him. And, and he's just can't believe that he's, that he's not being, you know, nobody's offered him anything. And, I told him there's going to be six, four to six hundred kids in that portal that don't get anything. There, it's it. There aren't enough spots. You know, when when all these guys got their extra year and so many of them went into the portal, uh, there's only 
13 spots per team, you know, scholarship spots. And, you know, so there's going to be all these kids that look for something better that, that don't get a, that don't get um, a spot. The second thing that they're going to find out in two or three years is that I don't care who you are when you transfer schools, don't take credits. I had a son that, went to the University of Cincinnati, and the University of Cincinnati had one of the best business schools. It was rated in the top 50 in the country, one of the reasons he chose it. He transferred to Oakland for his last year, and he had probably six classes that didn't transfer. And I was furious over it because, you know, <laughs> how could this school is one of the best 50 business schools in the country, but every school's different. And when you transfer, I don't care who you're, where you were and where you're going, you're going to lose credits. So what these kids are going to find out is they're not, without getting that extra year, they're not going to graduate. Their, their seasons, are, their careers are going to be over. Their fourth year is going to be over. They don't get to fifth year, and they're not going to graduate. They're going to be behind. So people are going to find that. All these people are saying, wow, they should be able to do that, but I'm not even going to get into the the overcoming adversity and things aren't going well for you. Don't run away thing because you get into that argument. You can't win that argument with with social media in today's world. So I'm not even going to talk about that and what it can do to people. And then the third area that's really really going to get hurt are high school kids because very we're, there's a lot of mid majors that aren't going to recruit high school kids. Um, why would you recruit a high school kid, Neil? With if if I recruit you, and let's say you're good enough, and you're a freshman in high, uh, freshman in college, and you come in here and you average, you get to play as a freshman, you average 13 points and five rebounds as a freshman. You're going to be on a list, and you're going to you're going to be recruited right off my campus by high major schools, and. Uh, they're trying to put rules in to keep to keep that from happening, but it's human nature and it's going to happen. It's the nature of the beast. And if you're a high school freshman that comes in and you don't play at all, all your people and your parents and everybody's going to be mad that, that you didn't play as a freshman, so you're going to go into the portal. So the chances of me keeping a high school freshman four years in the, is going to be very small. So why would I do that to our program? Why would I do that to myself? So what we're going to do is we're going to recruit the transfer portal. We're going to wait around and see. We're going to recruit junior college kids. We're going to, you know, we're going to look at kids that will be committed to our program that can't leave. So a second-time transfer is not going to go anywhere. So those are the kids that we're going to recruit. We're going to fill in with some high school kids and the, the face of recruiting is going to completely change. And in about three years, everybody's going to be going, what the hell's happened here? <laughs> right. You know, I yeah. mean, you have to play the ball as it lies, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's, that's exactly what it is. Talking to Greg Campy here on the Meyer guest line and camp real quickly. here, got about two minutes left. Uh, did want to pick your brain on this. We'll be talking NBA draft uh, coming up a little bit later on in the week, but I figured you, you'd be a good source of this because obviously the Oakland Golden Grizzlies played at Oklahoma State this year. Cade Cunningham and Pistons fans, uh, if the Pistons are fortunate enough to win the lottery, uh, it's pretty consensus that Cade Cunningham will be the number one overall pick. Uh, you know, If you're a Pistons fan listening out there, you had to game plan for him. You had to prep for him. Uh, 
is Kate Cunningham the real deal? You you have to take him if if you take the if you have the number one pick, you have to take him. And, and Neil, it, it's you were there. Yeah. The the thing about that kid is you can't believe his size when you see him live and TV. If you've never seen the kid and you've only seen him on TV. Uh, you know, we prepared and we watched him on film. And when, but when you walk into that arena and you see him standing there, the size that that young man has, the length and the size and the things that he can do with the basketball, um, you have to take him because this young man's potential is, you know, it's, it, he reminds me of a LeBron, a Magic Johnson. And I'm, don't take me wrong. I'm not saying he's that with, his skill set. I'm his saying size. that as his size, as a point guard, you know, as a, a guy that a perimeter player, he's got, I mean, he, he's a football player. He looks right. like a football player. And, and that was, I don't know what you thought that night when you saw him, but that was, I was in awe of him physically. We did a pretty good job on him. Uh, you know, he had a good game against us. I thought we did some things. One of the things we tried to do is make him shoot shoot the three and he made two big ones I, I think we were ahead with about five minutes to go and he buried a three to put them ahead and then made another one I, if I remember yeah, right and, so. and that was a story with him all season when it came down to winning time because the thing I walked away saying this cat can get to any spot on the floor anytime he chooses because the number the number on the back of his jersey was stretched because his shoulders are so wide because because he is so big right. I mean he is he's a freak yeah and that was that's what LeBron the right. difference between him and that magic was that way. And way, way back in the day, Oscar Robinson was that way compared to the group he was playing with. So, you know, guys like that all through the years have have had tremendous success in the NBA. And, and I expect this kid to have unbelievable success in the NBA. So if you get the number one, as good as Jalen Suggs is, as good as those other players are, if you've got number one on potential of size, you have to take him. All right, well, Camp, as always, man, appreciate the time. Appreciate you, you know, having stuff to say and, and all that. And uh, we'll get you back on later on this summer when I'm back in the seat. Okay, Neil, good talking to you. All right. Golden Grizzlies head coach Greg Camp. I, to- man, I-, I told you guys, he's got stuff to say, no doubt about it. We'll be back with more. You're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. In the den. It's a new day with winning every day, plus some of the best entertainment in Michigan. Luke Bryan. Kid Rock, Keith Urban, Miranda Lambert, and so much more. Go to www.soaringeaglecasino.com for all the details. Baseball is on pace for a 15th straight season of increased strikeout percentage. Why? Well, pitchers throw harder, players accept the punch out more willingly, and we glorify the wrong things in the sport. Ask yourself, would you rather watch Adam Frazier of the Pirates or Joey Gallo of the Rangers? Frazier leads the National League with a 335 average, has struck out just 19 times, but has just one homer. Gallo has hit 40 or more homers twice in his career, but is hitting just over 200 this season and has struck out a league high 67 times. Who gets more coin? Who gets more attention? Think about this. Tony Gwynn won eight batting titles and never struck out more than 40 times in a season. There are 81 guys who have struck out 40 times or more already this year. It ends when strikeout players stop getting rewarded. 
COVID-19 vaccination walk-in appointments are now available at Meyer. We have limited supply available at every store. Check with your pharmacist to see if we have a dose available for you. If you would like to schedule an appointment, you can still do so by texting COVID to 75049 or by visiting clinic.meyer.com. With walk-in appointments, we're making COVID-19 vaccinations more accessible in your community. Learn more at your local Meyer pharmacy or visit clinic.meyer.com today. We have batteries, brakes, muffins, and more at your auto value. Hard store where service is the difference. We get it. Five quart jugs of Valvoline full synthetic motor oil are now just $31.99 after rebate. Easy Chill air conditioning recharging kits are just $29.99, and Wizards Mist and Shine is just $10.99. Shop online at myautovaluestore.com and save 15% on orders of $75 or more with coupon code FAST15. That's auto value where service is the difference. We get it. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddie's foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. It's a new day, a day of winning big at Soaring Eagle with the Hit the Road Truck and RV Giveaway every Saturday in May. You could win premium play each day, plus a brand new truck and a new RV at the grand prize drawing on May 29th. The Hit the Road Truck and RV Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. <laughs> 